Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today. Today I am going to be talking about how to let go of the past. So many people are haunted by past decisions, past actions, the way that they felt about themselves in the past, and they don't even realize how much it's affecting their present moment. If you want to live life for yourself and have inner peace, it is so important for you to be able to let go of the past and move forward. But so many of us don't know how to do that because we don't even realize how much of it we're holding on to. So today I'm going to talk about why it's important to let go of the past and I'm going to give you some helpful tips for showing you how you can start to move past your own past. But before we get started today, we do have a message from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASMR Bedtime Stories podcast. Emmanuel Obi is the host and creator of the podcast ASMR Bedtime Stories. Emmanuel had a vision to help people relax and fall asleep at night. Listeners to this podcast will be treated to stories that range from Arabian Nights and African folk tales to Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Starting in October, there will even be some spooky stories. If you loved being read to as a child, or you just want an entertaining way to relax before bed, check out ASMR Bedtime Stories. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and on most other podcast platforms. All right, so our past experiences have a significant impact on our daily lives. Not a day goes by where we aren't making decisions and when we're not being fully present and we're not truly contemplating those decisions, it can be very easy to slip back into the mode where we just allow our subconscious mind to take over. And when that happens, what we tend to do is we make decisions using our own patterns of behavior, the old ones, the ones we're trying to break free from now. So every day that we don't work on being fully present and letting go of the past, the past affects our decisions. Letting go is not an easy thing to do. It's a really, really difficult thing to do. Sometimes we don't even realize how deeply rooted our past is and how it is affecting the way that we perform our everyday duties and the way that we think in our everyday lives. We just don't realize it. It's, we've been so conditioned, it's just an automatic response. One of the things that's important about learning how to let go of the past is to really examine how your past has impacted you. And this is the part that's kind of difficult because oftentimes when we wanna look back at the past, we aren't just looking at the past, we're having feelings that come up regarding the past. And sometimes those feelings involve negative things like shame and guilt or anger or resentment. And that's natural. The things that happened to you in your past caused you an emotional and probably physiological response. May have even left you with trauma. And it's important not to ignore how you felt, but the The point of doing this activity, of looking at your past, isn't to punish yourself all over again by having you experience those feelings. That's not what it's about. 
It's about looking at how these past events are affecting your daily life in the present moment. So when you go back and you do these exercises, I would love it if you could do it without trying to bring up all of the shame and the guilt. And I know that's difficult too, but saying to yourself, the purpose of this exercise is not to punish myself and it's not to punish anyone else either. If you had people who have caused you to not trust others, going back and looking at what happened isn't about punishing anyone else. It's about being able to forgive and learning how to react better in the future to situations. Carrying around all of that emotional baggage is so unhealthy and it's very, very draining. Energetically, it would be like having weights hanging around your neck and walking around all day. It would be so heavy and you would be so tired. But that's what we do every single day. So the universe has been channeling this message to me for a while now. Every card I pull, every time I just do a channeling message, what comes up is it's time to examine your life and let go of what isn't serving you. And in a lot of ways, what isn't serving us is the way that we behave or react to certain stimulus. We can be very easily triggered by people and by situations when it mirrors our past. When we come across something and we say, oh, this seems very much like something that happened to me in the past, oftentimes we self-sabotage because we don't want the thing to hurt us like it did in the past. Instead of doing that, if we could recognize what our triggers are, what we've been hurt by in our past, and we could learn to heal that, then in the future, when we come across these triggers, we can actually learn how to respond in a different way so that we get a better outcome. And that's really what it's all about. It's about learning how to live your absolute best life. And your absolute best life is not going to be you repeating the same things over and over and over again. It's like beating your head on a wall. If you are doing the same thing and expecting different things to happen, you're, that's insanity, right? That is the definition of insanity. And unfortunately, we do it all the time. We just think that other people will change. It's not the other people who have to change. It's how we react to the other people, to the situation. We have to change our perception and change the way that we respond to other stimulants. So the first thing is to look back at your past decisions. What decisions did you make? And if you regretted them, why? What regrets did you have about those decisions? And what emotion does it bring up? It's very important to acknowledge the emotion that it brings up. When we have our emotions that we don't acknowledge, we don't recognize, they get trapped in the body and that creates a lot of issues for us. It can create other emotional and physiological responses. And there are a lot of studies that would say that trapped emotions in the body can lead to disease in the body. And I would agree with that. I mean, I've seen enough sessions with clients had energy healing sessions to see that many things are related to the emotional as far as the physical part of the body. Another thing to look at is how is your past impacting the present and then your choices in the future? So what are 
the decisions you made in the past and how that turned out for you and how you feel about it, how is that affecting the way that you're living your life right now? Because in a lot of ways, what we do is avoid things or we throw up walls around our heart or around situations because we don't want to let people in we don't want to get hurt and we allow fear to build up. And when fear builds up, it just keeps us stuck. What fears are you holding on to? It's really hard to let go of the past because again, sometimes we don't even realize how much it affected us or how deep it goes. There may be things that have happened to us in our past that we just can't forgive ourselves for. Or perhaps not enough time has gone by from the thing that's happened in the past and it's really, really hard to go back and look at it because it's so painful. I know for me personally, it's been really difficult to go back and to work on forgiving my past with my ex because everything is still so fresh. It still hurts to go back and look at everything that happened and to feel the emotions that I felt and to have to remember what it felt like to have to listen to my children telling me about all of the things he did to them and then also having to break the news to them that he took his own life. That's very painful. And yet it's something that I really have to do and I need to work on because I need to resolve the feelings that I have and the emotions that I have and I need to be able to forgive so that I can move forward and that it doesn't affect how I live my life in the future, that I'm not afraid to trust people just because I couldn't trust that one person. So here's some steps to help you learn how to let go of the past. Number one, it is so important that you realize that whatever feelings you have and that you're feeling about the situation they're valid. When you talk to people, sometimes they will try to make you feel like you're overreacting or you're too sensitive. And a big reason why people do that is because they feel guilty themselves about whatever happened. And so they're trying to shift the guilt and the blame onto you like you've overreacted. But I'm here to tell you, it does not matter. If someone else says that you overreacted or whatever, your feelings are valid. You reacted to something because you had feelings about them. So stop allowing others to gaslight you or even gaslighting yourself. Sometimes we tell ourselves, no, I shouldn't have reacted that way. You reacted that way for a reason because there was some kind of trigger and you've been conditioned to react that way. Now, does that mean that you should always react that way? No, but we're going to talk about that. But it does mean that you should acknowledge that your feelings, whatever you felt, are valid. I feel like that is the number one thing that is so frustrating is when someone else tries to tell you that whatever you were feeling is not valid and that, again, you're overreacting. It's not true. Whatever you feel, you felt that way for a reason. There was a reason there. It's not like you just decided that you wanted to feel that way. We don't want to feel those negative emotions. They're not fun. You felt them for a reason. So the first step is acknowledging your feelings and that they're valid and to accept what caused your pain and feel those emotions. Just feel them. You have to feel them to heal them and to release them. So acknowledge them and allow yourself to feel them. 
The second thing you can do is to physically let out all of the negative emotions in a peaceful way. Some people do this by slamming doors and I do not recommend that. Don't damage things. That's not healthy. But it is healthy to cry or you could rip up a piece of paper or what I remember one counselor said one time was to have a rubber band on your wrist and just snap it. I mean, I guess if that works for you, but definitely crying to get it out and tearing up paper is very benign. You're not going to hurt anyone by doing that, but some way that you can let out those negative emotions. The next thing you need to do is accept that it's time to let go of the past. If you're not ready to move on, then you won't. But if you're ready, then you need to learn to accept that I'm moving on. I'm not going to let the past rule what I do today. So you may have to admit that even though you felt these emotions and you carry them, they're no longer serving you. They're not serving a purpose. You know, at first they do. But holding on to those negative emotions for a long time doesn't help you. It just puts you in your own mental prison. So accept that it's time to let go because you want to feel better. Next, identify what is keeping you from moving forward. What keeps you going back to the past? Yes, you had a painful event, but why is it still haunting you? Why does that still hurt you so much? And again, it may be, maybe not enough time has passed. Maybe it is that you keep running into the same type of situation over and over again. And remember that everything that happens to us is trying to teach us a lesson. So what is it that you're supposed to be learning? What is the situation teaching you? The next thing is to think about what you could change for the future. That is the best part of reflection, is looking back and saying, how could I have done this differently? And in teaching, we do this all the time. We have lesson plans, and we make these lessons plans. We have good intentions. We think they're going to be great. We carry them out, and they don't go as well as we thought. Maybe it confused the students or something happened. As a teacher, if I have a lesson plan that's bad, I don't continue with it. So say I have two German classes and I taught the lesson in the first class and it didn't go well, I do not teach that same lesson the next hour. I quickly try to regroup and I try to think of how I can make it better or I scrap it completely and do something different because I don't believe that it's beneficial to do something that I know isn't working. The same thing with you. What could you do differently in the future? And you can decide that starting this moment, I'm going to start being different. I'm going to react differently in this way. I'm not going to let what everyone else says bother me or I'm going, whatever it is. And it's going to be different for each person. I know in the past I didn't handle this event well. How could I have handled it differently in the future? And it's great to start planning, honestly. One of the best things you can do is to sit down and think of all of the ways you can respond when people say a certain thing that you know is a trigger for you. It may sound silly, but when you have Mm -hmm. responses ready to go, it's a lot easier than trying to think of something right on the spot. And at first, it's going to be hard for you to act differently. It's going to be hard to break those habits. It's a habit for a reason. 
So when you have those responses ready to go, like when someone says this about my weight, I'm going to say this. You have it ready to go and all prepared so that you don't have to try to come up with something on the spot. And that makes it easier then to respond differently. So you don't go back to that. You know that the reason we go back and the reason it's happened, it's, it's easier to do what you've always done. It really is. It's also important to understand that it is time to forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive anyone else that's hurt you or wronged you. I love the website Radical Forgiveness. I know I used to talk about it all the time, but I really think it's a great website because they have free tools that you can get on there and use, and you can go through the forgiveness process for yourself, for anyone else. It helps you really to also understand what were you supposed to learn in this situation because that's really the point of this all. We're learning we're not beating ourselves up. We're just learning. And a fail is a first attempt in learning. It means, okay, I didn't learn it yet, but there's still hope for me. I am still learning this and I can still get it. Sometimes you might need to get professional help and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes a therapist or a coach is a good sounding board because there have been many times in my life when I've explained a problem to my family, and my family is always on my side, right? They think that, oh, yeah, you did everything right, and they want me to feel good. But when I talk to an objective third party, that person can point out ways in which I could have handled a situation better. And they point out ways in which I don't think that person was intentionally trying to hurt you. Maybe this is what they were doing. And it's hard to see things from another person's perspective, especially when you're so involved in the situation. So sometimes talking to someone who's an objective third party is a good way to get more insight and to be able to look at things from a different perspective. If you have a loved one that you trust and you can talk to, that's great too. I will warn you that sometimes loved ones cannot be third-party objective observers, right? Sometimes they're all in the mix too. So be careful about bringing someone in if they're involved in the situation and or you know that they're not going to be objective. It's important too to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Self-care is one of the most important things you can do and many of us let it go. We don't get enough sleep at night. We don't eat the right things. We don't go get exercise. When you are feeling drained and you're not taking care of yourself, you are more likely to be on edge and you are more likely to slip back into that subconscious mode where we let all of our programming take over. It's just true. When we take care of ourselves, we have good, we practice good self-care, we're more able to be living fully in the present moment, and we're more able to regulate our emotions, and we're more able to look at things from different perspectives and handle things in a more positive and mature way. When we're not, when we are tired, we haven't eaten right, think about it, anytime you've been hangry, right? You don't handle things in the same way that you would have if you had eaten properly. So self-care, super, super important. The last thing I'll say about it is acknowledge that the past happened, but don't dwell on it. Just let it go. And someone asked me, and I did a whole podcast about it, how do you let it go? How do you not think about it? How do you not dwell on it and bring it up constantly? 
while we have distractors for a reason. You want to disrupt the thought pattern. So a few of the ways you can do that, there are many ways you can do that. The first thing, I said this to someone and this person was like, but, but one of the things you can do is to just bend down and put your head like between your legs. If your head is upside down, it disrupts your central nervous system. That can help to disrupt those persistent thoughts. You know, when people are having panic attacks or anxiety attacks, they will tell you to put your head upside down. So whether that's, you know, hanging your head between your knees or whatever, it disrupts your central nervous system. So that's one thing you can do. Deep breathing is another thing because you're paying attention to your breath and you're becoming centered and focused and you are present in the current moment. Another thing is to think of five things you're grateful for right now, or just look around the room and think of five things you can see, taste, touch, smell, including your five senses also takes your brain out of that mode of being stuck in that repetitive cycle because you have to now use it to think and find things. Another thing would be to think of a pleasant memory that you've had from the past. All of those things are helpful. Turn on music, do a meditation, whatever. We just have to be very consistent about being in the present moment and about having our tools at our disposal to use whenever those intrusive thoughts come up, because they will. That is normal. Our brain is wired to think about the negative, so we'll always go back there. The thing you can choose to do is say, well, that happened in the past and I can't do anything about it now. The only thing I can do is be better in the future. And so I'm going to let that go and I'm going to stop beating myself up over that. And I really hope that you do that because you deserve to live with inner peace and going back to the past constantly is not going to fill you with inner peace. You're going to be filled with regret and resentment and all kinds of negative emotions. So for your health, for your peace of mind, it's time to start letting go of that past. All right, guys, well, I wanted to pull a few cards for you today, and the cards that I pulled are from the Soul Truth deck, the Self-Awareness card deck by Brianne Hubby. And before I pull the cards, I wanted to say also, if you would like to work with me, I do offer coaching sessions. I also offer a healing session and I do readings. You can get any of those things on my website. Just go to melissaoatman.com. There you'll see the services I offer from the offerings page, the shop page. You can purchase a session and then contact me to schedule the session. I do all of the scheduling myself personally so you get the best time for you. You can email me or message me on Facebook or Instagram. You can also join my Patreon on my Patreon page, you have two extra episodes per week of this podcast, plus you get all of the video interviews of the guests that I have on the show, plus readings each week. So uh, join me over on Patreon. I would love to have you. So the first card I pulled for you is, do I surround myself with people who lift me up? And that's really important. The people we are around really influence us. So it says, the people with whom we surround ourselves determine who we become. Does your tribe fill you up? Do they inspire you? Do they believe in you? Do they help you step into your greatest potential? 
Today's sole action is make a desire list of the type of people with whom you wish to surround yourself and clarify if there is anyone in your life who no longer serves you. Can you love them from a distance? I love that. It's true, and it's a hard thing to do, but sometimes people don't deserve to be in our lives because they bring us down, and it's hard to admit that. Sometimes we have to choose our friends wisely. The second card I pulled is from whom can I release my judgment right now? Judgment closes our heart to truth and separates us from love. It binds us to our fear and holds us in shame. On whom are you placing judgment right now? Is it someone in your life? Is it yourself? Release the shackles, drop the expectations, and be grateful for what is. Today's sole action is look at the person you are judging as if you were looking at a small child. See them learning and growing, falling down and making mistakes. See their desire to be loved and accepted. Add even more grace to open your heart to this truth. When I lift the judgment from myself and others, I uncover my own truth. I am loved. I am whole. I am limitless. And so are they. And the last card from this deck that came out is if I had a magic wand and could have everything I desired in life, what would I choose? Burn with desire. There is power in your desires. Let them be your fuel today. Your desires are your soul's wings and it's time to take flight. Today's soul action is go inward. Your answers lie within. What do you desire? Choose what makes you happy and do that. I love that. And then I also pulled a card today from my deck, Divine Whispers, which you can purchase from my website. And it is finances don't need to create fear. Are you allowing a bad relationship with money to affect your finances? Money is just energy, but somewhere along the way, we created stories about money that keep us stuck and broke. You can become completely debt-free and attract all of the money you desire. You simply have to change the way you think and feel about money. The universe wants to bring us all that we desire, but we must first be in alignment with that energy. Start by seeing money as something that comes to you easily. Call on your spiritual team if you need help releasing fear surrounding money. You can also ask the universe to put you in touch with someone who can help you get your finances in order. There are several money mantras that go with this card, and the first one is, I attract money easily and effortlessly. The next one is, money comes to me in unexpected ways. The money I spend is multiplied back to me. I make money while I sleep. My bank account is increasing daily. I always have more than enough money. All right, guys, I love that. And I love those messages. And it's so true. Think about what you want, how you want your life to be and start taking actionable steps towards making it happen. Little at a time. I hope you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And sharing this podcast with others is the greatest compliment you can pay me. I'm sending you guys so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.